I'm Dr. David Epstein, a board-certified pediatrician with subspecialty board certification in pediatric critical care medicine. I'm a clinician and educator in pediatric intensive care and pediatric urgent care. You are listening to Dr. Dave's Pediatric Pearls podcast, a pediatric podcast for parents and those who care for kids. It is a show designed to explore children's health issues and obtain perspectives and opinions on health care from those who work in the field of pediatrics. This podcast is for parents and those who care for kids who wish to gain a better general understanding of the field of pediatrics to improve their children's health care and empower them to advocate for their children's health. Welcome to today's podcast. We're going to talk about hand, foot, and mouth disease. And uh, first off, hand, foot, and mouth disease is most common in kids under five years of age, but it can occur in anybody. I've seen it in adults, but most commonly in young children. It's not very serious most of the time, but it can be very distressing for parents and very uncomfortable for kids. It's contagious and spreads very quickly in schools and daycare centers, and it's usually more prevalent during the summer months and early fall. So why is it important for parents to know about hand, foot, and mouth disease? Well, it's important for parents to know about hand, foot, and mouth disease to understand how to make their children more comfortable and prevent complications from the disease, and also to know when to keep their children home so it doesn't spread to other children. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about what hand, foot, and mouth disease is, how to diagnose and manage it, some coping strategies for parents when their children have hand, foot, and mouth disease, and when to seek medical help. So what is hand, foot, and mouth disease? Well, hand, foot, and mouth disease is a illness caused by a virus, and it's most commonly caused by Coxsackie A type 16 virus but can be caused by other strains of Coxsackie virus and even enterovirus in some cases. So it usually starts off with a fever and a sore throat and a runny nose, much like the common cold, but then a rash with teeny blisters may start to show up on the following body sites. Usually I see around the mouth and on the fingers, the palms of the hands, the soles of the feet, and on the buttocks. In the mouth, there can be ulcers or sores on the inner cheeks, on the gums, the sides of the tongue, but most commonly I see it in the posterior pharynx and the top of the back of the mouth area. Hand, foot, and mouth is transmitted by contact with large droplets that form when a child talks, coughs, or sneezes, and contact with the respiratory secretions like nasal mucus or saliva from objects contaminated by children who carry the virus can cause the disease to spread contact with stool of children who are infected or things contaminated with stool can also help spread the illness as well because the virus is in respiratory droplets, oral secretions, and the stool. From the time that the child is exposed to hand, foot, and mouth disease or the virus, it takes about three to six days for the symptoms to show up. And this is called the incubation period. And you're generally most contagious during the first week of the illness but children with hand, foot, and mouth disease may shed the virus from respiratory tract like the nose, mouth, and lungs for about one to three weeks, and then the stool for weeks to months after the infection starts. But usually kids are more infectious during the first week of the illness, as I mentioned. Kids can usually go back to school if their symptoms are improved and they're feeling better and the rash is starting to improve, like there's no new blisters or spots and the rash is improving, so it kind of looks like it's drying up a little bit. And this can take about a week. So to prevent the spread of the illness, you want to teach children how to wash their hands and 
tell parents and caregivers to wash their hands. You want to clean, rinse, and sanitize toys that may have come in contact with your child's saliva. Prevent sharing of food, drinks, and personal items that may touch your child's mouth, such as eating utensils, toothbrushes, and towels. And make sure they do not come in close contact with the child who is infected. Disinfect any surfaces your child touches frequently. Just remember, a child can have repeated infections with the same type of virus or different viruses that can cause hand, foot, and mouth disease. It is important to identify hand, foot, and mouth disease and start supportive care early to reduce the spread of the disease and to keep kids comfortable and well hydrated. Of note, hand, foot, and mouth disease is often confused with foot and mouth disease, also called hoof and mouth disease, which affects cows, sheep, and pigs. Humans do not get this animal disease and animals do not get the human disease or hand, foot, and mouth. So foot and mouth or hoof and mouth disease in animals is different than the illness hand, foot, and mouth disease in children. So how is hand, foot, and mouth disease diagnosed and managed? Well, hand, foot, and mouth disease is more of a clinical diagnosis and it is based on the symptoms that the child has and what the parents describe. The physician or clinician will look in the child's mouth to look for any of the sores and specifically look at the particular rash, especially on the palms of the hand and soles of the feet. Once the clinician sees that there are ulcers or sores in the mouth and a rash on the palms of the hands and soles of the feet, a diagnosis of hand, foot, and mouth disease is made. Now, because this is a viral illness, there are no medications to kill or get rid of the virus, and antibiotics are not effective against the disease or any other viral disease for that matter. The main care of these children is supportive, meaning controlling the pain with like acetaminophen or ibuprofen, noting that we don't usually give ibuprofen to infants less than six months of age. We want to maintain their hydration, keep them drinking, and we want to keep supporting them over time until their symptoms improve. And the symptoms of the disease usually go away in about seven to 10 days, sometimes sooner, sometimes a little longer, but usually around seven to 10 days. Now, as I mentioned previously, the management centers around pain control and hydration, but the main issue is you want to give the child time to recover. Rest and recovery are very important for kids. And as I mentioned about hydration, is one of the main risks of hand, foot, and mouth disease is dehydration because of the oral sores. So it's painful for kids to swallow. They stop eating and drinking sometimes. And if they don't drink, they run the risk of becoming dehydrated. And one should note, because of the oral sores, you don't want to give your child any acidic foods and drinks, such as spaghetti sauce or orange juice, because this will cause the sores to hurt more. And cool drinks, flavored ice pops, and ice cream may soothe the mouth and throat pain, in addition to giving pain control medications like acetaminophen or ibuprofen. So how does a parent cope with a child with hand, foot, and mouth disease? Well, this is not an easy answer because it is a difficult situation. Caring for a young child with hand, foot, and mouth disease is difficult at times, at best. They're uncomfortable, they don't sleep well, they don't eat and drink well, and bottom line, they are miserable. So this can be very distressing for parents. Of course, there is a spectrum of illness. Some kids are affected very mildly, and some kids are affected very severely. The more uncomfortable a child is, the more distressing it is for parents. But it is important to know that these children will get better, 
It's not a matter of if, but when. And the focus should be on controlling the pain and hydration. Don't worry about the child eating. Their eating will improve once the throat pain and mouth pain improves. But focus on the drinking because the dehydration is what's going to get them into trouble. If there's more than one caregiver, try to take care of your child in shifts because caring for a young child who is not eating or drinking well, not sleeping well, and is fussy can be exhausting. So alternating care patterns would be great. It's best to share the responsibility so the caregivers do not become too exhausted themselves. And it's important for the caregivers to focus on their own self-care during this time because if they don't feel well, they won't be able to take care of their sick child well. Now that you know about hand, foot, and mouth disease, how to diagnose it, how to manage it, it's important when to know to seek medical help. So when should you see the doctor or your medical team? When your child has any new or worse symptoms and does not seem to be getting better, that's a sign that maybe you should get him or her evaluated. Also, if your child cannot swallow or drink enough because of the mouth or throat pain, or if your child appears to have symptoms of dehydration, like dry lips, dry mouth, slightly sunken eyes, no tears with crying, feeling thirstier than usual, extremely fatigued, and having decreased urine output. And with kids who are still in diapers, you can count the number of wet diapers. If they have less wet diapers than normal, that's a sign that they're getting dehydrated. So in conclusion, hand, foot, and mouth disease is a very common illness, and it's mostly found in young children. And it's very contagious and mostly happens around the summer and fall months. It spreads quickly through daycares and schools. And it's usually diagnosed by a typical rash on the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet with sores in the mouth. The management is supportive and centers around pain control and hydration. And dehydration is the most common complication of the disease and is what we are trying to avoid. There's no treatment for it, and it just takes time for the illness to resolve. Now, if you'd like to find out more information about hand, foot, and mouth disease, you can definitely speak with your primary pediatrician or primary care physician. And also, there's a website sponsored by the American Academy of Pediatrics called www.healthychildren.org. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Dave's Pediatric Pearls. Please leave a review to help other parents and those who care for kids find this podcast so they can benefit from it just like you did. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast or want to leave ideas for future topics that you would like me to cover, please post them in the comments. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in and be safe and be well.